In fact, Jamie's got a book uh, called something like, like Naturally Supernatural. Is that right? Supernatural Revolution. Okay, I wasn't even close. Yeah, no, nope. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I called you the right we name. We are no right? longer friends. <laughs> Connecting, equipping, and promoting emerging supernaturalists. Even <laughs> created for such a time as this. All right, and here we go. <laughs> There is more. He said, what? Hey, guys, we're back. It's a new week, new episode, new higher level revelatory revelation. Today, we're going to be talking angel stories with John Thomas and Jamie Galloway. But before we engage, make sure that you subscribe to this show on iTunes or SoundCloud. And for all you iTunes users, I made it super easy. Visit TheDarrenShow.com. Go up into your little browser thing. Top of the internet is a little thing there, www. Right? TheDarrenShow.com. For all you SoundCloud peeps, subscribe on the link found in the show notes. Last but not least, today, do this. Rate and leave a review on iTunes. You can be like, all I can say is, wow, this show is the best thing since like the invention of Netflix. You can give it one star. That means that you probably won't be back. Or you can give it five stars, and that means that you think this thing be on fire. But do it, okay? It only takes a minute or two, so leave a review. Again, thedarrenshow.com. Do it, do it, do it. Okay, now without any further ado, let's dive into this conversation with Jamie Galloway and John Thomas on angel stories right here on the Supernaturalist Podcast Show. Let's go. I'm in the studio right here, right now with Jamie Galloway and John Thomas. We're talking about the things of heaven. And what's interesting is, is that the things of heaven are becoming like the things of earth, that the things that have been traditionally supernatural are becoming very, very natural. In fact, Jamie's got a book. Uh, called something like, like naturally supernatural. Is that right? Supernatural revolution. Okay, I wasn't even close. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> not even close. Do you? That was like do, a Sid Roth you line know my that name? I <laughs> do. You? <laughs> I called you the right we name. We are no right? longer friends. <laughs> I no, called su- you Jamie Galloway, right? Yes, like, yes. I'm yeah. joking, but you know, so, yeah, supernatural revolution, and the idea behind this, uh, the book, is that there is a convergence of two realities. There's the supernatural and the natural, and they're they're meeting together in a summit. They're meeting together in a place, a space, and it's happening in everyday situations. And uh, we are we're, we're we're becoming more and more familiar. And it doesn't remove the mis- mystery of it, but it gives it it, it it gives us an awareness that these things are happening, and perhaps we can be in the know. And that's what Supernatural Revolution is about. I like it. I like it. And how can people find that book? Uh, Amazon. They can just go to Amazon or my website, jamiegalloway.com. jamiegalloway.com. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Amazon and then, uh, yeah. So there is, there's so much, the material in there, they're stories that are real. They're true stories. They're my life stories. They're experiences that I've had. But they're, uh, they're real. They have meaning. It's yeah. not just some guy at a Ouija board, yeah, you know, right, right. and, uh, you know, I felt the, felt it move. Because the thing is, the supernatural is a life changer, and it's meant to actually change the heart. 
And when we think about the supernatural, Jesus was invited to so many people's house. Of all the people, though, he says, I, I don't want to go. He was invited and he kept saying, yes, yes, yes. But he said no to this one guy. And he said, beware of this guy. He's a fox. His name is Herod. And he warns his people, don't get near him and don't let his his mindset get a hold of you. Wow. And his mindset was that he wanted to see Jesus perform some miracles. He wanted to see Jesus perform some cures. Interesting. And Jesus said, beware of this guy because he just wants the, the magic. He doesn't want a heart change. Wow. He just wants to see the supernatural, but he doesn't want it to change his heart. He, per, he Maybe he thinks it's some parlor tricks or something. Wow. And Jesus warns against this type of thinking, saying, beware of this leaven or this type of thinking, the leaven of Herod. And he, and he actually refuses this high-level invitation to come into his house. Amazing, amazing. I'd like to go a little bit further with that. John Thomas, where do you think we start to, where can we go into error when it comes to a hunger and desire um, for the supernatural? When, when it just becomes entertainment. Because the, th- the thing about the supernatural is, I, I, I grew up with this love, this fascination if you will, with supernatural stuff. And yeah. I played around with all kinds of weird stuff. Um, but I, I was playing around with it and stuff would happen, but I still didn't really believe it was real. Okay. Like, I mean, I would see stuff move around mm. and then, but I didn't really believe it was real. I thought I was just playing or yeah. I, I would, you know, somebody would say, How, why did you do that to me? And, you know, but then I, I really thought that it was just kind of play. And so I, I was having these experiences. It's just a game. That's not a game. That's not a game. Make the game stop. Make the game stop. Was that too much? Uh, just, that, was, uh, that was a little bit real right there. That Whoa. was actually live. He didn't touch a button or anything. No, no, no he did that. That, that, that was, was real. His voice. <laughs> the random thoughts inside Darren's head. Um, Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, but but just, I mean, it was tied to what, what Jamie was saying is it just becomes entertainment and, and it, it doesn't actually expose what's real. Wow. Because the supernatural, it's, it's opening up our eyes to what we don't pay attention to. It's a real world that's actually there. It actually has substance. And when we encounter that real world, it, it, it should cause us to recognize what's true. Uh, what's truly bad, what's truly good. It, we, we should actually recognize and realize what it is that's experiencing and, and not just be entertainment with it and not just dismiss it um, because we, we, we think of it as not real. And so we play around with, with stuff that is harmful. Wow. Interesting. That we know it's harmful. I mean, you ever watch ghost hunters? Uh, I used to. Yeah. Like they, yeah. They go into the houses and they'll, they, they're, they're trying, they're recording and they're trying to catch and they'll catch these voices. You got like these old pagers from the eighties. Yeah. Like this is a ghost finder. You're like, no, nah, it's a pager, bro. Yeah. Well, and then they hear, then they'll hear, they'll hear voices that gets, and yeah. they're usually like intimidating. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. usually, they're like, get out of here. Yeah. Right. You no know, stuff like that. And, and they're like, Oh, look at this. It's so funny. No, wait no. a sec. You just touched something that's <laughs> evil. Yeah, right. 
don't right. play now you've realized Good that point. there is actually something real there realize it and be aware of it but when you touch something good realize it and then change your life according to what you now know man it's so good john when we approach the supernatural there needs to be a level of gravity because it actually is real yeah 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 fascinating i do want to talk to you guys about angels um angels big deal in seattle people love angels people might not love jesus but they love angels fascination with, with angels even the worship of angels and specific angels people writing whole books on revelation that they're getting specifically uh, from 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 angels and so uh, uh, there are actually good angels and bad angels am i right or or am i yep. wrong yeah you know the uh the 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 kind of um you know the the misunderstanding or or uh, in in some ways, it, it's like we could co- we could kind of assume that we are the first of all of God's creation. Yep, yep. You know, and that we God created us, but He actually created angels before He created us. He gave them personality. Interesting. He gave them, uh, you know, uh, skills, talents, abilities. They were part of the creation story. And, um, you know, these were the morning stars, as what Job calls the wow, morning wow. stars singing while God was creating the cosmos. Wow. And, you know, they have the freedom and the free will to choose what they want to do. And there are some that have stayed in alignment with God, with, with the, the most high God. When we talk about God, we're talking, and that's a title. That's not his name. God is not, that's okay. not the name. But Yahweh being the name of God, Yahweh, the revealed name of God. Wow. Uh, and it, that is what the name that he came by to, to Moses. Um, and he would reveal himself through his angel, the angel of the Lord. Right. And, and it was actually a uh, sort of representative of his. And in some way, if you look into it, it was actually regarded as God in angelic form. And, and so angels are actually, uh, you know, can, re- can often resemble the very nature of God, of who he is. But, of course, there are angelic beings and, and entire angelic classes uh, of, uh, of being that have uh, totally rebelled and turned their back on God. And, and, but some that have stayed in alignment to him. It actually says in Revelation that a third of, the, of them... That there's this moment in Revelation where it says the dragon came, and with his tail he drew a third of the stars out of heaven. And these were the stars that are mentioned in Job, the morning stars, and those were the ones that rebelled. One third of the angelic order that rebelled in the great rebellion in the cosmos before Adam and Eve fell, before the fall of mankind. And this was the heavenly battle. This was in Revelation, and then. It says that they were cast onto earth. There was uh, this great dragon. He tried to eat the man child. And uh, this is speaking not only of humanity, but it is speaking wow. of Jesus. And, wow. and, but it says the earth guarded him. And so God created earth as a place to guard mankind and keep mankind safe wow. until he would send the Redeemer, Jesus. Wow. And, and so then this angelic order is still working on God's behalf. Yeah. And the reason why we, he does it is because he's king. He doesn't do what servants can do. He doesn't choose, you know, you never go to a kingdom mm. and see 
a king outside picking up trash, you know, or a king, uh, you know, changing uh, the sheets on the bed. You know, it's, they're wow. doing, uh, they're, they're delegating authority, they're delegating leadership, and angels are God's invisible warriors. They're the, they're, they've been delegated authority roles, and they, they show up and do things for people. And we've seen them, we've heard them, mm-hmm. um, and we've had encounters with them. And they're not to be worshipped, but they are to be a re, uh, uh, they are to be recognized. We're to be aware of them, or else, if we were thinking about it from a biblical, there there would be no mention of them. It would be like forbidden to talk about them. But they're talked about all throughout, all throughout, you know, the, yeah, throughout the whole Bible, yeah. pretty much, right? Yeah, and and they're even actually mentioned in Hebrews as the companions of Jesus. The companions of Jesus, angels. Yeah, yeah he says, you know, you, God has anointed you more than your companions, and the context of it is the angels. The angels were there. They they ministered to Jesus in the garden at his temptation. They came and they ministered to him. Uh, after he was tempted in the wilderness, they came and ministered to him, and. Perhaps angels are ministering to us. You know, when I first, my first encounter, real encounter with angelic, I remember I was in my bed sleeping. I had a dream. And in in this dream, I'm with a a guy, this is real, and I'm with this guy. He's a good friend, but I was in in a field in this dream with him. And I see these lights, like big bright lights, almost like big giant stars doing all of these patterns in the sky as we're walking in this field together. And then I look at him, and when I look at him, I feel this power come over my body, and I wake up into the same euphoric experience that I'm having in the dream, and there's an angel of God next to my bed ministering to me, and I can feel the intensity of the energy wow. off of this angel, and it's, it's, it's pouring over me to the point where I feel euphoria shooting up and down my entire body like, like electricity but the pleasure of God. Wow. wow. And, and that as the, the uh, experience dissipates, I get up in real life. I'm no longer dreaming. I go to my friend's house. That night, we're going out to uh, the downtown area. And as we're going, I tell him the dream. And I said, you know, I had a dream about you earlier. And it's weird. I had these, this angel thing happen in the dream. And, you know, I was like, what is that? He goes, oh, those lights? They're actually angelic beings. And he tells me in the, in the, basically in the interpretation of the lights in the dream and that they're, they're heavenly beings moving and God was revealing to me the activity of angels. Now, while I'm sharing this with him and we're in the car together driving, immediately we both look up and, the, and the lights light. yeah. begin to form in the heavens. Wow. And we watch and they start to do all these sort of patterns, just like in my dream. He freaks out. Wow. I freak out, but he freaks out. He's driving. He pulls the car over onto somebody else's front lawn and jumps out. And he's like, it's the end of the world. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> and, and he goes, it's just like your dream. Oh, my gosh. Because it was real. It was there in the heavens. And these two people who are completely strangers, uh, two college students, walking by. We were near a university. They're walking by with their backpacks on their back, 
and they they look up there and he goes, "Do you see those?" They go, "Yeah." He goes, "Those are angels." Oh my goodness, it's the end of the world. And they're like, "Oh my gosh." And they go, "Thank you for sharing that with us. We got to go." And they left. Yeah, they got running. And and you know, and so from that point on, wow. It was it there was this realm of angels that started invading our space hmm. and I knew that we are we're in this convergence. We're in this place of convergence. Wow. But you know, here's the thing. Whenever I see an angel and we've begun we've begun to see angels, we've I've had moments where angels have appeared to me in front of me, you know, in in who they are and the full reveal. But whenever the angel appears, I always think, take me to your leader. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's because good, man. Jesus is good there word. somewhere. Wow. And I want to know if he if they're great, he's greater. Oh, uh, yeah. I want to see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Such good. a good word. You know, I just wanted to, John, I want you to jump in on this too, but it made me think just recently, my daughter, Abigail, who's nine years old, um, has been reporting to see angels in the form of lights while at her Grammy's house, watching them in the backyard, right? So then um, Grammy's like, no, honey, those aren't. You know, the, you're just seeing lights and she's trying to, Grammy's trying to kind of explain what, what she's seeing, right? Until Grammy looks out into the backyard and sees the same lights that Abigail is describing. And then the lights begin to move towards her. They come into the house and Grammy says, I didn't believe her until I saw it for myself. Those were, she's been watching angels in the backyard and they came right into the house. And this is like, this is recent, you guys, like this is like the last yeah. few weeks and it's been like a regular kind of thing. So when you described these lights and they were angels, um, totally made me think of like, kind of like what's unfolding right now with our, with our daughter. Yeah. But there's like, there's one other time when our daughter ran into our bedroom flipping out. And this is like when she was way younger, she was about five flipping out. Because she was, she woke up in the morning, right? She's not like halfway asleep or not. She's awake, and she's watching a full-on angel in in her bedroom. The angel had eyes. Um, wow. And I don't know. She, it, it wasn't human. It wasn't human, right? And and the wings were like were a part of the body. There was like no different, like between the clothing and wings, and there was no arms. There was just these wing things. And it was dancing. She woke up to an angel dan- doing this beautiful dance, and it was so vivid that she could draw it. That's and she drew man. this angel, and it's not like a hallmark angel. No, wow. it's like a it's like a heavenly being where yeah, you know. And I was always wondering, like, I wonder if that's your angel, right? Like, I, I, I like <laughs> wow. yeah, I, I don't know, yeah. but like it was it was amazing, and and never in my daughter there wasn't this thing of. I should worship it, or this is my, you know, it wasn't that at all. It just ignited this love for the supernatural and the things of heaven, you know? Who who just anyway, honestly, if you just (laughs) see something abnormal, just immediately default to, I'm going to worship this. (laughs) Like a Sasquatch. I I mean, yeah, (laughs) I've never, oh my, I want to worship you, you know? Uh, And, you know, I think it's just the fear of these things. On one side, you know, we've got, Christians very afraid of anything supernatural right, right. that doesn't, you know, I mean, even cr- Christians are even afraid of, of acknowledging the Father God. Wow. You know, they're afraid of acknowledging Holy Spirit. 
Right. You know, when we talk about, we're like, I love you, Holy Spirit, but just so you know, I love Jesus too. <laughs> you know, and when we say that, get all jealous. We, we're, try, <laughs> we're, we're like trying to like cover our, you know, and in, in, in any wow. space that we're wow. leaving for the enemy to come. I think we're so afraid, but yet on the other side of it, we have people in in angelology. Mm. that they get really wrapped up in angelology, almost like they're baseball cards and we're trading them, you know, and this one is for this and this one is for that. And this Angelologist. One. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the angels. Magic the gathering for, for angel people. Yeah, yes. come on. And so. I've got to get my new card. Yeah. yeah. And the angels, the thing is, angels have power, but they've been delegated this power. And a angel of light a true angel that will lead you to the truth and lead you to the source never receives worship or glory for themselves mm. they don't want to be admired for the, for their own glory right wow but an angel that will come to you with a deception or a deceiving potential will try to bring glory to themselves and bring and 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 the, that's why or to test every spirit. And what would be the big deal? I mean, why, why would you want to not, you know, what, what, could, what could possibly go wrong if you de- end up following a false saint? Well, you know, do you want to be the next, uh, you, know, the, 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 you know, the next uh, cult leader? Or, you know, do you want to be, I mean, these, these are, because it, it's like, we, we, we have to understand that we're not, met, we're playing with fire and you got to respect the fire. Wow. Right. You know, right. And it's not something that you could just, uh, you know, kind of willy nilly invite into your life and not get burned. Mm, mm. And so you've got to get, get grounded and, and think about these things that they're, they're real. And, and it's, and just as they're a counterfeit, there's the real thing. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to, when it comes to angels, it, a lot of times the, the experience with angels, you, 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 it goes in, in all tif- different levels. I mean, you, you see some lights and, and those can be angels. I mean, because God is light and he creates his creatures. He's the father of lights. Mm. That's, he, he actually, he's the father of all of those lights that, that move. And, it's one of the descriptions in the Bible of God, huh? Right. Father of lights. Yeah, the father of lights. And so... Uh, you, you, you can have it come like that. You, you can have like a, a in, in a dream, you could see angels. And that, that's where most of the angels that I've seen have been in dreams wow. or, or in visions of the night when yeah. I'm, I'm having these encounters and, and they will always have something that I'm supposed to interact with. Mm. Sometimes they're just there because they're there. Um, and, and then there's times where you, you actually see them in the physical realm. I had a friend of mine that got, uh, he, he was driving down the road in Texas and there's roads in Texas that go for hours with no towns. I mean, it's huge, huge state. So you, you can be out there and drive for like two hours and not see another house or another car. So here, like, like, like the, the common thing, like there's this highway in Texas apparently where there's like, like where Tesla's just like, <laughs> the people are just like pull it because there wasn't a charging station or where people just run out of gas because they, they had a half a tank and they thought they could right. make it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's out on one of those roads and, and he's been driving. He hasn't seen anybody for 45 minutes, not even seen another car driving full, you know, full speed and car breaks down. Oh man. And he's like, what am I going to do? I'm supposed to be at this place. I'm supposed to be speaking at this church. I'm not going to be able to get there. What am I going to do? Oh man. And so he's like, you know, I, I need help. And all of a sudden this car drives up. 
And, you know, older guy in the car, hey, son, what's going on? You know, nice Texas accent, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. And, wow, my car broke down. And, you know, well, where are you going? I'm going to Florida, you know, a little tiny town. It's in North Texas. Florida? Florida. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. Florida. Uh, this, the town of, okay. Well, because it was. Um, it's not Florida? They no. don't just pronounce it Florida. Florida? It's no. a small Florida. town it's in Texas. It's a small town in Texas. Florida. Yep. It's between Dallas and Lubbock, a little okay. bit north. All right. Yeah. And so, you know, so he's, he's going to the- <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Continue. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull this up on the map and I will show I it I need to, to go to this Florida. <laughs> you're Googling it over there. Yeah. Like, um, no such town exists. <laughs> so, um, see, he's, he, the guy's going to the same place. He gets in the car with him, takes his bag, leaves his car. He's going to come back, Crazy. get a tow truck to, get, to yeah. get it later. And this is before there were cell phones. Okay. So he, he he goes there. He figures once he gets there, he can come back with the the wrecker, send a record, go pick it up, and and he gets to the town. He pulls his bag out of the car, gets out of the car, turns around to thank the guy. There's no car and there's no guy. What? That's crazy. Yeah, just like that. I love it those kind of stories. Drove him there, but then there there was not there. And I I, I mean, I had another friend. His car broke down, and they went into a diner because they were trying to figure out what to do. There was nobody was open yet. It was early in the morning. They were trying to drive across country. Um, somebody opens up. You know, somebody comes in the diner and says, "Hey, who who owns this Chrysler?" I think it was a Chrysler. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what type of car it was. And you know, who owns this Chrysler out here? And oh, that's ours. Hey, you know, let me take a look at it. Maybe I could fix it for you. They didn't even think about the fact that nobody knew that it was broken. It just made sense to them that somebody would want to help them. So they go out there and, you know, he's tinkering on it. And I get inside and, you know, when I tell you, I want you to crank it up and let's see if, if we can get it fixed. So he's doing something and they can't see him because the, the hood's up, right? And, okay, crank it. And so they crank it. Car starts. You know, the blue smoke's not there anymore. And they get out to thank him. There's nobody there. Wow. And stuff like that. I mean, it happens often. They're here to help us. Yeah. You know, it, it says, be careful how you entertain strangers. Okay. Because there are times when you are actually entertaining angels unaware. Wow. They are not always with wings and a halo. They show up in plain clothes. They're very, they're incons- inconspicuous. They, they're hidden in plain sight. It's like they're part of the crowd. And I don't always believe that that is just a moment them taking shape or form. Some, I believe, are actually living among us and are part of not, I'm not saying they're holding out a job or have a social security number, I'm just, but I'm saying that they are actually on permanent assignment here and they're doing things and, and they're helping people. I have a good friend and he was over in uh, Africa. And, you know, the thing is when you're, when you're in these places and, you know, outside of the normal U.S. culture, the Western culture, you kind of believe anything is possible. Yeah, absolutely. You know, in these tribal places where, where you know, it, it seems spirituality is just an everyday thing. You see, like, when uh, there was a documentary of David, David Copperfield, he goes to Africa to show these kids some tricks, and they're like, we, we don't want to see your tricks. We hate magic because their magicians are actual witch doctors, and it ain't a trick it ain't like a, it's real yeah you you, you want to jump in the box and get sawed in half yeah no because yeah. you know it's they like, run away yeah like it, magic like it's it's different no and yeah. so so this guy they break down 
no gas in their car breakdown somewhere in Africa. And uh, they were going to one of the largest churches in the world. And I think it was like 7 million people. I mean, it's just like crazy. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they were heading there and they broke down. And this guy shows up in a Cadillac and he steps out in a white suit and and he gives them fuel. And before, oh, and what I did forget, before moments before that, a band of sort of like, a, a, you know, militia, self-appointed militia show up and they're just going to take, they're going to, obviously do no good to my friend and to his group and they're t- they're threatening him and all of a sudden this guy shows up and he says they're with me get out of here and they all leave whoa he gets them fixed up the car goes and they get on they get on the road and so they're talking to some of the local believers there about this and they're like man this guy and they 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 go wait did you see the guy in the white cadillac the, the, he says yeah was he wearing a white suit? <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. That's the angel in this area. That's the angel in over this region. Wow. He shows up when people are in trouble and he helps rescue them. This guy's a very credible, you know, PhD. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, so, you know, these type of moments, I think we're very, uh, we're very vulnerable to them when we're in sort of these third world situations. But how much, how many of these moments are actually happening in everyday life? We don't even realize it. These angels yeah. on assignment. Yeah. 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 Make it for a great book. Title. Yeah. So um, f- just, just for clarity for the record, I said Florida. Yeah. It's yeah. actually Floyd, Floyd Ada. Floyd Ada. Floyd Ada. F-L-O-Y-D-A-D-A. Okay, awesome. Well, town. Yeah, and, so and I, I did just, see it on his Google. Yeah, so I, 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 clar- I clarified that because I, I, I would... Yeah. I now yeah. I no longer sure believe have... anything you say, John. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I make it, Floyd, I make it Floyd right Ada? I got, I got Floyd Ada? Is it Floyd Ada? It's Floyd Ada. I think Floyd you called Ada. it Florida. I did Florida. <laughs> that is yeah. what the dentist said to use. <laughs> Take your Florida. <laughs> make sure you brush your teeth. Underly, underly, uh, uh, Florida. Um, help. <laughs> my, my son, Peter, he, uh, when he was probably four or five, woke up, looked out the window into our backyard, saw an angel. We were on a hill. And the angel's down in the woods, and it's it's about the same height as our trees. So we're talking about like I don't know, wow. seventy foot tall Whoa. angel, no shoes on, just kind of like like just kind of like guarding our our house. Wow, how old was your son? He's probably about five at that time. Why would so, a you know? And then you go, why would a five year old even want to lie yeah, about right, that? Right, right, right. Or 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 falsify. This exp- they they're just so innocent. Yeah, yeah. And it's they not like see we, these moments. It's not like our kids come downstairs and hey, did you see any angels? Oh no, maybe check tomorrow. Like like no, yeah. like we're not doing that as a family. Maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, like when a kid just come that come, he comes downstairs, just wakes up, hey mom, dad, you know. Yeah, I I remember there was this kid, and he, we're in uh, Maryland, and he starts saying. Uh, hey, my imaginary friend's here. And he, or he didn't say my imaginary friend. He said, my friend's here. Mm. And his father says, 
you have an imaginary, that's his imaginary friend. He's telling me, I said, oh, he does. He has an imaginary friend. And he, the kid was about four. He says, yeah, his name is BRSF. And I'm going, BRSF, that's weird. And he says, yeah, but you know what? I don't believe he's an imaginary friend. I believe he's an angel. Because every time the music is on, he says that the angel doesn't want it on. He wants worship to be on. Whoa. He says, could you please turn the music to worship? Because BRSF wants worship right now. Wants to worship Jesus. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. That's so cool. Come on. I love it. Yeah. And then the other thing that I've been thinking about, we can't get into this because we, we have to wrap this thing up in the, like the next 60 seconds, but the whole thing of like, why are demons so creepy looking if they're just fallen angels? <laughs> like at what point did they get thrown into an oven and turn like, and get like elfish ears and like, Oh, that's a whole nother discussion, man. <laughs> yeah. I've got some and, things on I mean, that. Cause, cause that, I've that seen is, some stuff, dude. Yeah. Like I'm sure you guys have too. Yeah. We all know that there's demons that that look like beautiful angels, mm-hmm. but then I've seen some 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 Java the Hut looking stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it yeah. and it's real and it exists. But we're talking about you know they're completely separated from the glory of God. And mm. so if 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 God's glory is life, what happens when they do not have the source of life? They can't be near the source of life. It's sort of like you know being unable to be healthy. Let's do that show next time. Guys, thank you so much for joining me here in the studio at Seattle's Alternative Talk, 11.50 a.m. It's been a good time. Yeah, it has been. Thanks, man. And everybody, thank you so much for joining us. The Supernaturalist Radio Show on every Wednesday from 3 to 4 p.m. Know this. God loves you. You are absolutely loved. Peace out.
Hope you're enjoying this podcast. If you are, make sure that you subscribe. To do so, go to thedarrenshow.com. That's thedarrenshow.com. That'll redirect you to iTunes where you can subscribe. You can also rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Reviews are the word of mouth for podcasts. If you take a minute or two to leave a review, that would be mighty fine. If you can give it one star, that means that you think it was kind of lame. Or you can give it five stars, and that means that you think this thing be rock. It dope. It be off the chain. That would be incredible. Love you guys. Have an amazing week. See you next week here on the Supernaturals Podcast Show.